This is the Outback Way podcast, proudly sponsored by our HEMA Guidebook and Atlas. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. I am Helen Lewis. Buckle up as we take you on Australia's longest shortcut, a journey through the heart of Australia. Today it gives me great pleasure to welcome Peter Abbott, who is a co-partner in the CARC Indigenous experience in Central Australia. Welcome, Peter. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, good morning, Helen. Great. Peter, I'm really interested to understand more about the Wanmara community in um, Central Australia, which is actually just on the way to Kings Canyon, isn't it? Oh, yes. It's, uh, Wanmara community is located in the Kings Canyon National Park, Wanaraga. Um, yeah, we're just uh, 450 kilometres southwest of Alice Springs. It's just um, an uh, outstation of a family group, which is my partner's own. There's Christine Braden, her name is, and her family groups um, are the traditional owners for One Mara Community. Population okay. 10. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about the Kark experience and where did the idea come from and, and where did you get the, I guess, interest in actually offering some sort of beautiful tourism experience? Yeah, no worries, uh, Helen. Uh, Christine and I initially um, had plans to start um, tourism in 2010, but uh, we wanted to head in another direction of um, camping ground type of activities for tourism, but we changed that and we wanted to decide about the um, Aboriginal cultural tour Mm. and experience. So we focused more on that and it took us until 2014. We thought seriously about it and we actually saved up because we were so mainly depending on Centrelink benefits and we decided to get off that and the way we wanted to do it was to do our tourism and share our culture. So yeah. we registered our business in 2014 and we were trading in 2015. Yeah, wonderful. Um, yeah. Mm, that's great. And so tell me, what can people expect when they sign up to do a CARC experience? And I have done it and it's, it is exceptional. So, yeah, please give us a walk through what do people get to experience. Yeah, um, on our one-hour cultural tour, it's just a small walk and talk. We'll introduce our guests and visitors to our small community of Wanmara and explain about kark, what it means. It's uh, in the Aranda language, which means a western bowerbird, the kark. Mm. And we have a story for that. It's not a dreaming type of story to go with it, but it's very closely attached to Christine and I. And we thought that would be our brand. On our cultural tour, we would take our guests and visitors to immerse themselves in the Aboriginal bush culture of our local Maritia and Pradam people, Southern Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. we'll talk in various um, topics of bush tucker, bush medicine, and a lot more. Very good. I really enjoyed hearing about the uh, weapons of choice and the truth about, like, can you share a bit about the differences of the boomerang? Like there's there's a curved oh, one yes. and then there's a there's a one that's uneven and then there's one that comes back to you and one doesn't. And it was really, to me, really enlightening, your story about those. So if you could share that, that'd be great. Oh, yes. Um, on our um, various areas of uh, topics in our culture, we have an artifact display where our guests and visitors, I will just talk great detail about each individual artifact of men's weapons and tools. There's um, these non-returning boomerangs that are made always in Central Australia. One is commonly known as the number seven hook boomerang. 
and the other one is just a bend of a, a tree species, and they're both made of a, a mulga tree. And I explained that they are always made in Central Australia. We in Central Australia do not have a comeback boomerang, and we do not have a didgeridoo for a ceremony for men. Those belong to the um, coastal area tribes of, of peoples of um, Australia. They have the coastline um, thing, mm-hmm. boomerang and didgeridoo. Mm-hmm. We do not have it in Central Australia. And, you know, I think the specific cultural story is so enriching and, and gives us all such a better understanding. And obviously because of the timber and the resources available and I guess in Central Australia you can probably see, you know, as far ahead, whereas on the coastal areas you may not be able to see. I'm thinking back when landscapes were different and things like that. So it's really interesting and, and it's, it gives a, a context to uh, the different regions of, of Aboriginals and Indigenous people throughout Australia. It's, it's very, very... Oh, yes, yes. Amazing place we have, Australia. Um, when our guests and visitors, whether they're coming from Western Queensland through the um, longer shortcut, yep. um, yeah, they'll go through different types of uh, geologies and uh, vegetations, and it differs throughout Australia. And um, when our guests do come to our region of Kings Canyon and the... Um, central region they are amazed by the plant life and um, they didn't know there was um, ranges of hills there yeah, we have uh, amazing landscapes um, sometimes of the very hard stones then it uh, diverse to the sandstone yeah the guests and visitors they just love the red sand and yeah mm. even around your area you've got that beautiful escarpment oh yes I remember we, we stayed at Kings Creek Station and yep. just looking over the road and you'd have that beautiful escarpment and the sun and, I mean, it is it is a spectacular scenery. And then all the, uh, I'm thinking of those pine trees. Oh, yes, the uh, desert oak. Um, yeah, the desert, yeah, the desert yeah, oak. So I'm thinking of the desert oak and that's just, and you, you are, you're the she-oak and you sit under them and there's this whispering that goes on. It's Definitely when the wind comes on, yes. yes <laughs> it yeah. can be a pretty amazing, yep. Yeah. We're just adjacent to Kings Creek Station. We're just up against a um, large range, um, which is the George Gill Range, which um, you talked about. Yes. Um, one Mara community just sits um, right up close against it, and our cultural tour is just 400 metres from our living area. Yep. And our guests and visitors, they, when they come to our region of Wataka, they'll see the beautiful rich sandstone yeah, and amazing uh, vegetation of these types of pine trees that you did say and um, also the desert oaks especially when the wind blows them it's pretty amazing yeah yeah that's right and what i love about the tour is that you really it's very tactile people get to touch and feel and taste and i think that's what is makes it so genuine and, and so unique so you're doing it you've got a terrific product i must commend you and christine for what you are delivering because it's a wonderful experience. Yep, thank you really good. yeah no um it's really good we thought on how we'd like to share our culture with. It's also for um, preserving our language and our history. Um, we were hoping for our Aboriginal people from local areas to uh, focus more in their language and to maintain yes. um, um, the knowledge about the flora and fauna, but to share also with our Australians. But we thought of this here to cater for family groups, students, educational, just a free independent travellers, just that driving through our region. We thought on how, because traveling in a car, we thought, well, they need to uh, touch, feel, and get right up close and be a part of it. So that's our one-hour cultural tour. That's um, what would be the experience. 
Yes. Um, we want to share that. That's wonderful. And it is a great experience. And so then I guess it was a big change for you and Christine to start a business. Was there adequate support and, and I guess how would you encourage other Indigenous areas to Indigenous communities to get excited about tourism and the value, I guess, the value you see tourism bringing to your area, you know, rather than, I mean, we hear sometimes there's some cons, but what are the pros that you've witnessed and experienced for your area? Oh, yes. Um, it's our, um, Christine and I, we've now been operating. This is our fifth year. Yes. It's been, um, we didn't know much about it in the how to do tourism. We was actually um, going in blind, but we did see some of the local um, Northern Territory um, tourism champions. They are part of helping you to access certain funds to, and also to guide you in a way how the industry works. And BEC, Business Enterprise, I think Australia, they, um, BEC, they offer free advice and they were instrumental Plus the local accommodation providers within our region are so supportive. Yeah, so in our first year we traded. We done 721 visitors in our first year of trading, and that was amazing. And uh, it's just increased by 100%. All our visitors, they can come. They always have to drive to us where we're located um, in the National Park, Wataka. Yeah, it's been all areas of tourism industry types and uh, we're also members of the Tourism Central Australia membership and great help from NT Tourism but also the international, oh, sorry, the interstate such as your companies uh, from Western Queensland. Yeah, that's been so instrumental. There's a lot of great tourism industry partners that can really help yes. all businesses and being Aboriginal, uh, I'd say to any of our um, fellow countrymen um, and women, is to just go ahead. If you have an idea, tourism is a great way, and sharing is uh, it's just over the top. <laughs> it's been the best thing I've ever done, Christine that's, and I, to be honest. Wonderful. That's such great news. That's really great, Peter. What a great story, and congratulations on the uh, product and, and just putting in such a great effort to make it all happen. Yeah. So, yeah, no, that is terrific. And so what's the best way for people to contact you and book a, a tour? Oh, yes. Um, we just currently have a new booking system. Um, we're actually on through our website. You can reach us and make bookings through www.karke.com.au. We have a booking button there. Any information, we have TripAdvisor on previous guests they, on their comments. It's been just so, so great for us. If not, uh, also just get in contact with my, our operations manager, Natasha Abbott, and my sister, yep. on uh, 0889567620. She'll be willing to help any guests and visitors, whether they're uh, industry or just a free independent traveler. That's terrific. And what days do you do tours? Our operating times is uh, we work five days a week. Uh, we operate from Wednesday to Sunday. We start from mid-January and we end in November 15, probably 10 months of the year. The tour times that we do during the five days is uh, always set. It's always um, a 9 a.m. tour, a 10.30 a.m., a 2 p.m. tour, and a 4 p.m. They can be just suited to some of our guests. They might camp early at the accommodation providers, but do the climb and the walk. And in the late afternoon, 
they will probably come and do our two or four pm tour, or either way. Yeah, that's great. Do you have accommodation as well? Uh, not not in our um, tourism side no. as such. Um, there are in the Wataka region. There are two major accommodation providers where also the camping ground types for our visitors are. There's the Delaware North Company, um, the Kings Canyon Resort, which is in the western end from where we are. And we're just adjacent to Kings Creek Station. Um, The local operators, uh, Ian Conway and Lynn Conway, they have magnificent facilities also in camping. Yeah, that's great. No, they're great. And they've also got permanent tent, canvas tents you can stay in as well as camping and and, and other accommodation. So it's pretty comprehensive there, isn't it? That's great. So, yeah, so you've got four tours a day, five days a week. That's fairly intense for you guys. That's that's a busy... busy Oh, yes. Yeah, pretty pretty busy. Um, But um, we're loving it. The main thing is that we're comfortable and we're happy. main thing in tourism uh, we're doing is we wanted to be happy and love what we do and it's been like I said it's the best thing that we've ever done Helen whether you're coming from Alice Springs if you come out through the Western McDonald's on the Marini Loop Road or the Red Center Way yes. get to Kings Canyon or the South Stewart Highway hitting the Lassiters heading up to the Luricha you just, just turn, turn right, right at Curtin Springs and head towards Kings Canyon yeah yeah just head towards um, the uh, Wataka region uh, we're located there so yeah, there's magnificent signage. All our visitors, they, whether they're doing the, like I said, the longer shortcut, that's a bit of a challenge, but there's just great scenery throughout. Yes, that's right. Well, Peter, thank you very much for your time today, and uh, it's been wonderful chatting with you. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, promoting this for you on our podcast, and we hope that you have lots and lots of more visitors and you have a terrific, uh, terrific yep. season. Yep, thank you very much, Helen. Um, I'll say one word in um, Luricha language is palya. It yes. means thank you, yes, good, great, nice, wonderful, lovely. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, palya, thank you palya. very much. <laughs> Many thanks. <laughs> yep, thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Outback Way podcast. Our notes and links will be on our website, outbackway.org.au. You can subscribe to our newsletter, buy our guidebook, and download the app if you haven't already. Please join us on Facebook, Outback Way, Australia's Longest Shortcut, and on Twitter at Outback Way 1. The Outback Way podcast is all about your trip. We're really trying to make it easier for you and give you valuable information to make it more enjoyable. So we'd love your feedback. Send your questions, comments, and travel stories to info at outbackway.org.au. And if you share your story, we may even feature you on this podcast. Thank you for joining us through the heart of Australia on Australia's Longest Shortcut. Cheers for now.